Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast. A podcast where we watch a movie and then we talk about it. My name's David and... Oh, have you heard about the contract? The contract of that town full of evil people, yeah. Rumour has it it's going to change the balance of power. My God, is that boring? Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, my name's Sam, and Nick Cage uses his physique, hair, and these legendary quips as he travels around America fighting the baddies to save the world. No, it's not National Treasure, The Rock, Con Air, Face Off, Gone in 60 Seconds, or Captain Corelli's Mandolin. <laughs> it's Ghost Rider. I laughed that hard, I'm dizzy. I laughed that hard, I'm dizzy. Oh my good God. Just, you reeled that off so well. Um, and I'm Ross. I feel like my skull's on fire. No, it's just my eyes. My eyes are on fire from watching this. Excellent. You know, when there's not a funny line uh, in this movie, no. it forces we'll us to that, actually Sam. be slightly there's not funny. A lot in this movie. So this week we watched the um, somehow one hour and 50 minutes long uh, 2007's Ghost Rider, uh, mm-hmm. starring, yep. as Sam led in, uh, Nicolas Cage. Uh, opposite uh, Eva Mendez, supported by Sam Elliott and whoever the fuck else is in this. Other Wes, people. Yep. What's his name? Wes something? Oh, Denton? Wes Bentley. Bentley. Yeah, yeah. Who I do like. Who I do like has him. since said he did this money, <clears throat> this movie for drugs, for heroin. He wanted to buy heroin and he needed the money <laughs> I mean, from this movie. If you're going to be honest yeah. about it, fair play. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Good for him. Uh, so I think I think we should have an apology up front to our, our loyal listeners who put up with the shitty, terrible movies that we watch week after week. What did we watch last week? It was uh, Con Air. Pre- and I think... we pretty we sure came, it was... Sorry, yeah, Sam. Either we, Con Air, I think it's... Go, go, go. We came off Con Air thinking, wow, what an awesomely terrible Cage movie. Yeah, l- let's keep it going. You know, let's keep this party rocking. And then <laughs> you thought that, Ross. <laughs> I take full responsibility, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you know what? I say roll on the cage match. I think Nicolas Cage is the best possible <laughs> right? actor to talk about every week. I was looking, by the way, uh, on um, IMDb. Uh, Nicolas Cage has 108 screen credits as an actor. So, wow. like, we could just rename the podcast. Like, oh, it's Cagecast. Cagecast. No, I, I think this is a Cagecast, the hunt for Nicolas Cage's hair. Oh, there <laughs> it is. There it is. There it is. This is a future Patreon exclusive uh, podcast coming directly to you for just five dollars a month. I think is is what we're going to do with that. Uh, so, uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, this is like, this Painful. is like a cool idea for a movie. A, a movie, isn't it? Like, there's things in this that I'm like, hmm, this is quite cool. And then it's just all crammed together in this like tuna can of a film. Ooh, you know, this just summary then, Sam, and we can we can maybe jump into this talking about the acts a little bit. Um, yes, yes. Let me get your plot summary as IMDb loads. Can I just have a moment here to just moan how awful the new IMDb is? Like it is dreadful. It's so bad. So I think bad. I've somehow clicked a button so I don't have to use the new one, Sam. And that's just what I think I'm I don't seem one. to I'm have on the old one. I know. I don't seem to have this. I've, don't, I've, been, I've been chosen for some special don't hell. Don't buy gonna... Apple products or give Apple money unless Apple wants to pay us. In which case, I will change my tune pretty damn quick. We'll the new iPhone Twelve S Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a better person for it. <laughs> so we're motorcycle we'll riders. Johnny Blue. After they pay you. 
Yes, come on, guys. When motorcycle rider Johnny Blaze sells his soul to the devil to save his father's life, he is transformed into the ghost rider, the devil's own bounty hunter, and is sent to hunt down sinners. Uh, based off a comic book, I believe. Pre yes. pre Marvel, <laughs> pre, pre Marvel like MCU, I I think. Mm. Um, and so shit. Well, <laughs> well is... I mean, it, it sort of lives. It's it's sort of like Blade, and that it lives outside the MCU at the moment. I think it's unfair to sort of like pan them all as shit because you do have some good ones, uh, like I mentioned, uh, Blade, and obviously the Spider Man movies. Um, but this, like you said, Sam, it's such an interesting character, such an interesting take. God, they made it boring. Like, you have to make an effort to make it this boring. And I was like, and I was thinking, oh, maybe they made an effort to cram it all into 90 minutes. This movie's two hours long. <laughs> they even do that. Yeah. I don't know if I was bored. Like, I, I think that... <laughs> Confused? Yeah, I think I think that is that's genuinely the, the 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 word because like there is there isn't a lot of downtime. There isn't many library scenes. There isn't many like what are we going to do next? Planning it out. Like it just rolls from one thing to another. The there is a is scene seems... where Nick Cage sits down and reads loads of books though. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't linger on it. It doesn't linger on it. Whereas I think that the the problem I have with it is it just it's so it's so it's all, many it's different all promise, things. Sam. It's all promise. This movie starts out as like, oh, interesting. Mm, I wonder what they're going to do with this. And spoilers, nothing. They take what, like you said, Ross. They take quite an interesting character. It's a guy who rides a mo- rides a motorbike and is a flaming skull in a leather jacket. That's a cool idea. Like yep. you can spin that into a movie. You get Nick Cage on board. Like you know that name is going to sell the movie. You've got Eva Mendes. Like there's a lot of pieces. You have got Sam Elliott doing voiceovers. There's a lot of pieces here that should come together quite well and like ultimately it's just it's a this is a 10 year old's vision of what a movie should be like and not even in a really batshit fun crazy way like yeah. in um batman and robin like um this is just it's dull. it's incoherent it's mostly yeah it's incoherent it's dull like it's a lot of characters doing things and you don't really understand what anyone's doing anything yeah i mean i mean I, I, i've made a mental note of of some of the things where i was like well no guys come on you like if you expect the audience to pay attention you have to pay attention to what you're writing <laughs> that's that, that's basic decency um and there are so many sort of inconsistencies which i, th- I think we'll you know we'll, we'll touch on as we get through the movie we'll um, get into it what i want to start talking about is the uh, the first very like sort of self-contained scene where um, our leads are not portrayed by Nicolas Cage and Eva Mendes, where they're young, like they they deal with the devil <laughs> scene because there's a lot to hate and dislike and whatever in can, this scene. Look, go Sam. Can I stick? Well, actually, this is my this is like the, the the best part of the movie for me is is this prequel bit the bit at the start because you kind of you kind of like given the the. the <clears throat> motivations for all the characters you're given everything you need to know about you know like star-crossed lovers and daddy says no and yeah like the whole thing is pretty clear and all of this makes sense i think up until the the bit the, the just the ludicrous the ludicrousness of okay so your dad's got cancer sign here and you know random person who walks in with a, a cane and a and a cloak, yeah. And I'm gonna make it go away. And and this guy 
does not question it at all. He doesn't question it in any way whatsoever. Well, the best thing like, is, Sam, j- j- just to quickly jump in there, because at first, where he says, oh, by sunup tomorrow, your dad will be, you know, healthy as a horse. <gasps> really? Yeah, just sign here. <laughs> what? Sign a contract. That's that's the bit he doubts. <laughs> like, he's bought him <laughs> no, up until no. that point. <laughs> it's not even that, right? So the devil comes in, like, fair enough. Number one, I expect the devil to look a bit less like somebody at Whitby Goth Festival for me. Um... <laughs> Like this, There's a niche reference. This this resin yeah, skull it. cane. It's just a goth festival. Like, never yeah, mind. we got it. Move on. Um, Move on. This this guy just looks like you know somebody who was a goth in the in the seventies and hasn't grown out of it. Like the devil needs to look more intimidating or cooler. Number two, like he just rolls in. He's like, say, what if I could save your dad? And he's like. Hmm, keep talking. I'm interested. I'm interested. I mean, I don't really believe you could do it, but I'm certainly I could be convinced. And the guy goes, "What do you want?" Oh, I'll have your soul. And he's like, <laughs> "Souls don't exist, sucker." Yeah. Um, but I believe you can cure my dad magically. Yes, yes. Like, what I mean, is that attitude? And you see this in films and TV all the time. Is like, <laughs> souls I mean, don't dad, exist. The, but you're dad, a magical being. You can cure cancer. The devil's always played by, you know, someone charismatic, you know, someone who's believable. And this guy just had none of that. He was just he just like a, like an old man who just wandered into the circus, quite literally. You want someone like Ray Wise, who plays the devil in, uh, like, that TV show Reaper. Charismatic, yeah. arrogant, and you want to hate him, but gosh darn it, he's just so mischievous. somebody who's like, yeah, got a bit of an edge to them, and this guy is just... Yeah, eh. he could turn on a dime, um, yeah. It's also like a weird setup of, and obviously it's because it's a film and it's trying to show us all of this very quickly. But what it does is it shows us like four hours of this kid's life in which he does this stunt thing, he finds out his dad's dying, he has absolutely no time to process that information before someone shows up and says, Oh, I can cure him. And then the dad's dead. Like, well, we are in and out, it's a 12 hour span. Speaking of no time, this is one of the bits that I love to actually go, are you fucking serious right now? Where, because, he, you know, he signs the contract, you know, the paper, you know, gives him a paper cut, the blood drops on his con- on the contract, and that's it signed, which isn't how contracts work, first of all. Moving on. Um, and then just suddenly we cut to, it's the next day, Johnny Blaze has woken up, and his dad is up before him, healthy as a horse, and he's like, oh, dad, you're, you're better. He goes, yeah, son, I was sick. He says, but not according to my x-rays this morning. According to the doctor, I'm as healthy as a horse. Apparently not this guy who works at a carnival has amazing insurance, Ross. Like, You're... fantastic insurance. Even if he had fantastic insurance, think about the process, the, the series of events that had to happen. Johnny goes to sleep, and before he gets up in the morning, because he gets up in the morning, his dad has gotten up before him, felt healthy enough to go, this isn't normal. Better get onto the phone to my doctor. Doctor, whatever. I'm so healthy, you got to get me an x-ray right now, please. Right, yeah, I can be there right now. Drive to the hospital, get the x-ray, get the results, drive back. Oh, Johnny, you're awake. Guess what? I'm healthy. But, but I think I think we're bearing the lead in terms of things that happen very quickly because it's the death. There is a bit that happens so fast. So but fast. It does, but can we just, before we get onto that, like, I just want to stress this point. Why couldn't this have been a series of flashbacks? Like, why couldn't this have been? His dad's ill. His dad's ill. Like, we could have had the same space of time in the movie for us watching it, but had like a scene where he's a bit younger and his dad's got this cough, 
you know, oh, that's a cough, he's not well, he's poorly. A scene where he falls off the bike, I'm fine, don't worry about it. A scene where he finds a thing, a couple of years go by, like, then he makes the deal with the devil. I don't want to keep watching my dad die. There we have, like, a, an emotional reason why he would do that. Not like, I found this letter, and he has been coughing. <laughs> and the letter says, and then, terminal, and then 11 seconds dead in later, days. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, I, but but again, I like I actually before we get to this, the, the setup of the character I think works relatively well compared to the rest of the film because you kind of like you kind of get his drive. You get this kid. You understand that he wants to he wants to 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 go with a girlfriend and yeah. doesn't really want to do this like you know jumping over cars life that his dad's doing and you know his dad's a bit hard on him and all this stuff. So there is there's like a compelling reason there, but. That doesn't it's really shame get they paid off have later on. Footage, Nicolas Cage. So, yeah. <clears throat> the the next part then is like you guys have said, you know, he dies, which I was going to talk about him dying, as that doesn't make sense. But we'll we'll go past that. Let's just take it at face value. Dad's dead, and then he's driving off, and you know the devil appears in front of him. He crashes, and basically the devil tells him now where that he's his bounty hunter, which is fine, and. Johnny Blaze was supposed to meet with his meet with his girlfriend um, before she's played by Eva Mendes, and they're supposed to you know drive off into the sunset together, run away. So him finding out that he's now the devil's bounty hunter has changed his mind. Which okay, fair enough. That weighs on your heart. Yeah, you're gonna be alone for a while. But he drives to meet her, looks at her, and then drives away. <laughs> like well, you're missing an what important. Kind of- you're missing an important and inconsistent part of that meeting, Ross, which is where the devil like puts his finger on him and he turns red. And he's like, no emotion, no love, but only for about 15 years, as far as the movie's concerned. And then it's totally fine again. You can just be a person and we can forget all about this. I didn't even... Mm. <laughs> I didn't even right. Come on, on come on. Are you expect to watch the movie, Dave? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you were paying attention. But but it's this. But but what what is like in terms of the structure of it? This is where the film is all beginning, and everything it comes back to this point for Nicolas Cage, and I think the connection between this at, at the prequel of the movie and then what we what we actually get into later on, I think that is totally missing. Like I do not understand why Nicolas Cage, when he's older, is doing any of the things that he's doing. <laughs> and because I think they should have probably... shot this first, Sam, and then shown it to Nicolas Cage and said. Right, this is where you were coming from. Not just let Nicolas Cage show up on set, do whatever he likes, and we'll get into that in a minute, I'm sure. And then just like, you know, shoot this. And you know, you need to work one from the other. Like, either either this guy's swilling jelly beans from a fucking <laughs> martini glass from what? minute one when he's twelve <laughs> years old, or like Nicolas Cage needs to be a little bit more serious and a little bit more, like, you know chilled out yeah we've got a comment from Corey Hart here it says the blaze surname is a bit on the nose isn't it you get mm. it fire <laughs> fire I think that is extraordinarily on the nose like I do I do wonder I think, obviously I it comes from the, from the comics that, which is just the, the worst it's the worst excuse about these fucking comic book movies oh I'm sorry that's actually from the comics so it's a, it's like it's still shit it's still shit you can change things I and mean, they change things all the time yeah we but don't have Johnny to Goldman have like it's not as funny a name you know like Johnny Blaze oh it's Johnny Gregor oh what that's not a cool like, stuntman name yeah yeah but it is um, I think I think again 
I think this is probably the best part of the film is the opening bit because I understand what's why why the characters want all the you know all the things. They want. What what a damning I, indictment! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from here, holy shit! Fucking minute six of the Buckle movie, up, we've folks. lost all of that. Let, um, we've, we we haven't mentioned the uh, Peter Fonda, who um, plays the devil. Although he's not called the devil, is he? What's he called? Is the name? No, no, I, I no, Ross. There's like eleven more syllables in that yeah, name. It's like Mephistopheles no, or something. We're calling him the devil, Lucifer, um, Satan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why? Why couldn't it be Lucifer or Satan or? Because because of the comics. That's why. Because of the comics, there'll be some fucking thing in the comics. That's why. Henry Fonda. But they uh, um, the devil, like in the movie. But the. Right. But his name Sorry, is Sam. blah 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 blah. Well, I'll just say Peter Fonda, who is the le- the least um, probably exciting uh, Henry mm. Fonda child behind Jane, um, <laughs> who I just I don't like him as an actor. I don't like his. I don't like this performance. He's like he's a, just doing like it's it. If this was a B movie, like fine. But this guy just he's not got anything about him. Like no, it's like that's, a, what I'm saying. Like, that's what you if want. You get Ray a Ray Wise, Wise in here. Or, yep. you know, um, maybe even like a Patrick Stewart type. You need somebody Al who Pacino. can act. <laughs> Al Pacino. I would be interested. No, but you need somebody who can, like, call yeah, and, like lend, a bit of, lend a bit of gravitas to this scene. That's got a Blando, Orlando Bloom in. He'd be really good, wouldn't he, Ross? More threatening. You want somebody who's got more of a screen presence. <laughs> yes, completely agree. He, he, he doesn't impose on you at all. And, like, someone as big as the devil, you want... You you want to enjoy watching him, but you know, and like you said, Dave, you want someone who's got a bit of an edge. He he reminds me of a baddie in a beer commercial. Does that make any sense? Does that make sense to you? <laughs> no, but I love it. <laughs> like imagine imagine that imagine there's someone like he he plays the devil because he wants to warm everything up, and here comes the beer that's gonna cool you down. Glug 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 glug. That's no that... Sam. I don't I don't even think this guy has the implied threat of a beer commercial. <laughs> no. Like, you know, like, this guy isn't on, even on a Hamburglar level of, like, <laughs> threatening. Um, you need a decent actor to play this role. And also, maybe not, let's not have the devil be quite so, like, what does the devil gain in killing the dad in the way that he does, as immediately as he does? Well, let's, be, be, before we answer the question of what do we, what does he gain, let's, up to this point now, um, no, we haven't gotten to that point yet where we meet the main bad guy. So I'll, 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 I'll refrain. Sorry, from Ross. The point does anyone else fancy a Budweiser? I just love Budweiser. What about you? I, could, I, I really could oh, feel like you a... don't want a warm beer. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would like, I would Get prefer. Out of here, the, I would prefer the guy in the Bud Light King outfit. Yes. In this role as the devil. Yes, like it. Than this. Um, Excellent. But he doesn't all, make any sense. Budweiser, like he kills the fucked. dad. <laughs> And yeah, sure, he's the devil, so he's evil, but the devil should be cleverer than that. He should be like, there should be a reason why he kills the dad, other than, like, oh, you're mine now. Like, what? So you go and do your thing 15 years, I'll come back then. Like, but your dad must die fucking 30 minutes after he's healed. Why? Yeah, yeah, what? And in terms of, like, leverage as well, like, you think the devil would have more leverage. And then we, I know like Nick Cage is older and stuff, so the age would be close. He'd be close to dying anyway. Maybe you could have some kind of through plot, which would be about the dad, you know, like survive, you know, like living a bit longer and he's doing this. Otherwise, he's going to 
kill him and then his dad says it's okay you can do it you can make the jump you know you can do whatever big task you need to do to defeat this guy later on like there's just so much you could have there because you can jump the lake <laughs> yeah you can jump jump springfield gorge, springfield gorge. yeah donk on the way down like that yeah <laughs> there's there's just so much opportunity wasted in this and i think that like like just just think about it just think just spend an extra 20 minutes you know a, 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 on on your scripts and you could get something so much better and it all begins in this first scene which is why i think it it struggles from here on <laughs> yeah it's kind of like a you either need to give us almost no devil stuff or we need more of it yeah. like you know either Definitely. he's just the ghost rider and that's fine and we can accept that and like you can tell us all of this without actually showing it as it because it's boring. Yep. So Definitely. so so now we meet Nick Cage and uh as is tradition in our podcast. All right, all right, all right. Let's go stunt driving. <laughs> uh, it's a strange mix of that other southern actor. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, Matthew McConaughey, he's the star of this, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh Nick Cage's hair. Let's talk about Nick Cage's hair because he is he is he is dying his hair here. Like and he he looks weird. You know in that way that some guys they just they, they they put too much black, too much dark in there, and it ends up just looking really like <laughs> like it's it's absorbing all the light in the room. You know, there's just a thing going on here. <laughs> I I have I have a, a good reason for this, Sam. So reason number one, and I will say actually, I don't think any of this is Cage's ego, because Cage appears with his like signature sort of like uh you know, receding hairline in pretty much every movie he's made since He's fine. Time yeah. Memorial. He doesn't. He doesn't give a fuck. Somebody in this studio said, "Listen, we've cast Eva Mendes, who's ten years younger than Nick, Nick Cage, but we've established in the first scene that they're the same age." Um, so somebody was like, "Right, we'll just dye his hair black. Problem solved." <laughs> and then somebody else said, "Let's put a wig on him." So they have this hair prosthesis on him, and he looks like an emo teenager. Um, like you said, Sam, it's like pitch black hair. And apparently, the trivia says it took three hours every day <laughs> to get him into this wig. And I'm like, that's too long for a wig that is looks this really bad. Is it really a wig? Is it, I mean, like... It's a wig. Because it, you you remember from... Um, we watched National Treasure a while ago, Sam. Like, that was before... That, that was four or five years before this. <laughs> I remember what Nick Cage's hair looked like in 1996 in The Rock. Like, it, it, looked, didn't, it yeah. didn't look good then. It was, you know... so. This is not his hair because we know Nicolas Cage doesn't have hair on this part of his head, so it's a wig. But like they have to put that wig, presumably, put a bald cap over his hair and then put a wig on top of that. And it's not even the most this dubious effect. It's not even the most Good ridiculous God. thing about his character either, because like. <laughs> so again, this guy's jellies? dad. This guy's dad has died and he's been killed because of a deal with the devil. Um. And he kind of, does he blame himself a little bit? Later on, he talks about how maybe, you know, I made a deal with the devil and blah, blah, blah. But really, there's not really much connection, I don't think, that we get to see in this character. So what is his drive? What is his motivation? Why is he doing the things that he's doing? Totally unclear to me, other than he thinks he can't die because he he knows that he's got this contract to fulfill with the devil, so he's going to just do loads of crazy shit. And and then you just get this horrible, this horrible, like nonchalant, completely 
a, a complete idiot as well. Like he talk, how many times you say, "Oh, I love TV." Like he just talks about how much how, how much he loves TV all the time. Like all of this is just totally weird. The monkey Hyler special. Oh God! Like no, no one, can, no one's interested in specials. Can we talk about the jelly beans? The jelly beans. I just, <laughs> I can't, I can't with this. What now, is what is the deal? So, is that a comic book thing? Does anyone so, know? No, it's not. So we should say <laughs> in not. the movie, in case you manage to watch this movie and not be like, "What the fuck is he eats drinking jelly beans out of a martini glass on more than one occasion?" We see him pouring jelly beans out of a decanter into another martini glass later on. He's on the tour bus with a martini glass full of jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Someone offers him a beer. He goes, no thanks. I've got a glass of jelly beans. Is it an I AA think it's thing? the most normal thing in the world. No, it's Nicolas Cage being a fucking weirdo. This isn't from the comic books. This oh is yeah, just, I read this. This is just an invention of Nicolas Cage to try and make the character funnier. And it's like, we're talking about it, I suppose, but am well, I it's, laughing? It's... It's not technically funny. The, the, the reasoning he gave is because because this character makes a deal with the devil. He's trying to make him seem as uh, likable or as um, non-threatening as possible. So instead of him drinking alcohol, as possible, isn't he? He's like yeah. he's trying to be a schlub, like despite yes. the fact he's a stunt driver. <laughs> yeah, he's a badass fucking guy who's like, jumping. This guy should field be a goals. tax accountant. Like he should have the most boring job in the world if that's what you're going for. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I followed the logic. I mean, you know, just <laughs> to do something else. For mm. me, it didn't take. Um, I could do without it. Um, we should say as well, uh, the, the only other character in this movie we haven't already mentioned that before is uh, Donald Logue plays the uh, the friend. Um, Mac. Yeah, I love him. Mac. I, think he's I quite like Donald Logue in other stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's oh, fine. Oh, we'll come I to think. him. We'll come to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a character you forget in the movie yeah. until he turns we, up we, to be killed. We, yeah, we, we cared more about him than Cage did, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. He literally gets one glance and then he's done. But we'll come to that. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Nicholas Cage offers him some jelly beans. <laughs> that is very well, true. alive. Yeah, that is yeah. very true. While he's alive. So we get to the point now, he's done not one jump, but like, like you get two jumps in this sort of sequence before he even becomes Ghost Rider. Yeah. He's an adult now and he does two stunt jumps. Yeah, great, now, fine. Go on. And I was going to say, well, this is and this is where he meets Eva Mendes, and then you have this stunt sort of thing happening on the main road where he's trying to woo her, and then I'm I'm, I'm going through all this because none of this is particularly you know what entertaining. The biggest problem with it, Ross, is like the movie is obviously not interested in like actually exploring the any of the emotion behind them. <laughs> you know, do you know what Clearly. I mean? Cage just driving off and her being hurt by that and then them meeting up all these years later. It's not really interesting yeah. in exploring any of that. Nicolas Cage, I don't know what he's doing, but like, especially in all the scenes with Eva Mendes, really seems like he can barely string two words together like <laughs> through just sheer stupidity. And I'm just not sure what the direction there is about. I think but it's... him I- and. Sorry, I I think the stupidity is undiagnosed brain trauma. I think that must be what it is. The amount of times this guy has, has hit the ground, and because he can't die, because the devil's like, nope, you're good. Yeah. Uh, he's just he, lesions. He, he's <laughs> he's obviously he's off. Yeah, he's obviously, and I think this is part of the film. Is like he doesn't care. He doesn't seem to have any care about stunts or death or anything like that. So, His personal safety. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I fair, but there's no there's no emotional like through line here where 
Eva Mendez comes and um, she sees she's she's a reporter and she wants an interview with him, and like he's like, you know, it's just a bland conversation where neither of them is saying anything, but there's no subtext to it either. And then we never get her like, you left me, you fucking left me, you scumbag, like. You know, what was that about? I know you were upset, blah, blah, blah. But she just says, like, you were a kid, it's fine. I'm like, I don't want to watch fucking emotionally adjusted people deal with life. I want, like, <laughs> basket case. I want slap her slapping him or throwing a drink in his face or something. Mm-hmm. I don't want her getting shit-faced drunk at a table because she's so upset he hasn't met her for dinner. You know, that does not oh, make for let's... a fun movie. <laughs> we'll get to we'll that come in to that. a second. What, before, Fucking be... arm wrestling a waiter to pour so, a whole bottle of wine into your glass. Before we move away, yes. though, from the jumps, because I also just want to talk about the jumps, because there's, there's two we get to see, isn't there? There's one where he jumps over trucks. Trucks. Right, which... Now, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm shooting this film and I'm thinking, we want a, this spectacle... I know it's 2007. We want spectacle. We want to have... The, like, who, yeah. can we get the... Can we get like a, a proper stunt driver to come in? Can we actually create these and have like a genuine stunt that looks amazing, and then we can see the crash? I want a end? water tank full of sharks and lions. I, what I want, I want, I want it to actually look like it's fucking stunt. real because it looks so shit. I know it's two thousand seven, and I know we're all CG'd mm. out of our nut right now, but come on, <laughs> come, please. The, 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 the way the way the, the way that the you can just clearly see from the physics, from the gravity, there is not enough gravity or speed to yeah. get that bike down the thing. And then and then they do the next one. Why can't they use stock footage? Do anything. And then they do the next one where the, the production manager doesn't know what's going to happen because Nick Cage has ordered the whatever it is that's on the on the ground already to be replaced it was he got yeah there was going to be cars that were going to cover the ground from field goal to field goal the production guy like you said Mac asked him to remove the cars he did and then oh big reveal he's actually replaced them with like you know, oh fucking chinooks yeah, I called I called yeah. I called helicopters Inc and they were like yeah mate when do you want them what football field I mean, is going to allow this for a start like there's no way that they're going to I mean, a guy getting chopped up on live. A couple of things. Number one, like they set down within inches of one another. <laughs> like uh, the guys who land that have got balls of fucking steel. Hundred thirty thousand people in the stadium. Any piece of shrapnel could have just ripped them all apart. The slightest thing. Number two, this guy's doing a stunt. There's no protective netting or shield up around the audience. Like he gets maybe halfway. Shing. Oh my god! Oh, no, he's <laughs> and then you've got a Hillsborough type situation where everyone tries to escape the stands, and probably thousands of people are going to die here. Yeah, it's, like it, 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 it's just going to be messy. The, the whole thing, and I know headline: it's... obvious stunt goes wrong in obvious way. <laughs> yeah. America, you're broken once again. Hundreds of thousands killed. It, it just the whole thing. The whole thing is just crazy and again show us a real stunt show us him actually doing something like genuinely dangerous and the whole the whole idea that you could jump an entire football field you know in in a in a motorbike well go you on say that sam you're about to be eating those words schooled because yeah yeah because actually i think it was like a 2012 or 2013 because i was just reading about this actually before we started recording ah uh, I can't, I, I can't find it now, but essentially I read that, uh, yeah, at the time of filming, the world record distance for a motorcycle was 277 feet. 
in May 2005. On December 31st, 2007, Robbie Madison performed Johnny Blaze's goalpost to goalpost wow. on a motorcycle in Vegas, setting the new record for 322 feet. Amazing, but no uh, helicopters. But, but sorry, Sam, I inter- I interrupted you. Sorry, go on, go ahead. But uh, that would that would never be done. No, I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong, Ross. But life. what? But what, but what <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I'm is, he didn't have any helicopters below him. So, mm, yeah, good try. <laughs> good. Why bother? It's, it's systemic. It's a systemic problem in this movie where they think this is cool, but they're not really interested in it. Like in showing you it. Like, yes. Oh, He's he does stunts. He's a like he's a he's a daredevil. Like isn't that cool? And we're like yeah, and they're like yeah, great, fantastic. We're not moving on. I mean I don't know. Wait, show me some yeah. stunts. Show you, me you some know what, like Dave, you you've stumbled on something there. Absolutely, you, you've summed this movie up in a sentence. They they tell you about it like oh yeah. Oh we're not going to show you. Don't worry, we've got better <laughs> stuff. There's always something better they want to tell you about. So there's this there's this guy right, and he's the devil's bounty hunter. Oh yeah, yeah, but don't worry about that because he's also a stunt driver. Oh, but don't worry about that because there's this girl he used to go out with. Okay, you lost. <laughs> but don't worry about that the, the because they don't get to spend any time together. Oh, and he's got this friend, but don't worry about that. We'll kill him immediately before we get any character details. But then there's the devil. Oh yeah, and he has a son who's trying to kill him. Oh yeah, but forget about that, right? <laughs> That's it. That is, that, yeah, I think you have, you have nailed it there, Ross. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so he's he's met Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. She agrees to go out for a date with him. He he's wooing her on the highway, and then they agree for a date. So he's getting ready then. For by the this way, date. by the way, these stunts on the highway. These like stunts. Nicholas Cage sat on the front of this bike. Yeah. The reason I glazed over it is because it just hit my head. Like how about like, how about he, you he, like? He, Nicholas Cage is an experienced actor. I am sure that he is perfectly like decent at a wide range of stunts like do something which he can do like the man's been around hollywood for decades like he can do it don't fucking have this ridiculous like static shot of him sitting on this bike the worst the worst thing for me is like you just said there dave the cgi holds up so poorly it's like you know those like those, those funny gifts where they like just like crop donald trump's head on like someone else and he just does like those facial expressions to match the audio it's just it's so poor he's like god in heaven just just have him on a motorbike but even that meeting even that him him meeting um uh you know, Eva Mendes' character. Like the whole thing is so stupid, and I just, yeah. I just do not think like, that all the traffic that he's he's caused probably the several accidents. There's further a sixteen back. car pileup. Yeah, yeah. Like someone <laughs> that, can't that walk would life. be a thousand times better if that interview had been the first time we'd met Eva Mendes. Do you know what I mean? Like if there was no like if she wasn't this old mythical. If it was just say who's she. The, yeah. I'm totally fine with it. This showboating, this ridiculousness, great, fine. Yeah, because it doesn't. Oh, it's that girl like, you were, that's you abandoned. Idea, because it doesn't connect with the character that we've already seen. You know, the the brooding, the the romantic character from the beginning that we in, yeah. in young Nicholas Cage. Um, even Mendes, though, I actually think is doing a pretty good job here. Like she doesn't have a lot. She's amazing. She doesn't stop. have a lot to deal with, and to work with. Sorry, and I think that she's she's she actually gained weight for this role. You know. Oh, she gained weight. She gained weight for this role, because to, for quote to be uh, as voluptuous for the audience as possible. Wow, which is a rare thing to see in Hollywood, isn't it? When Fair play. actors are, yeah. but but the whole her her um her like attempt at balancing the the action and the humor. I think she does mm. this the best because Nicolas Cage isn't even fucking trying. 
everyone else nobody's nobody's even looking at that the devil and the, the you know the black heart this devil's son all of this is Who? just i don't know yeah. but devil she, Jr. she 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 is trying she's <laughs> trying her best with the wine scene you know and like the whole she's trying her best to, to be actually so, so, so for so for people listening the wine scene is uh nicholas cage and eve mendes have, are gonna have their date but Nicolas Cage doesn't show up, so Eva Mendes just starts getting smashed because she's been stood up. All the while, Nicolas Cage has been stopped by the devil while he's getting ready, and the devil tells him, oh, you know, it's, it's your time now. Um, you're going to be the ghostwriter. Remember those 11 so then, seconds of your dad's life that you got back? <laughs> it's time to pay that pay that debt. <laughs> time, time to, to pay, pay the, the piper, piper, bitch. Not not the long not the long journey into old age that you got to share together. Those 11 seconds, yeah. boom. That's it. And this is this is the next point I want to bring up because the devil tells Nick Cage that he has to stop his son, Blackheart, whatever the fuck he's called. And who? Nick Cage, uh, yeah, who? Nick Cage says, and rightfully so, one of the best bits of logic in this movie. Why don't you do it? <laughs> and this, and <clears throat> so, yep, that's that's a logical question in my book. And then the devil says, oh, I don't have the power to stop him. And this is where it breaks down for me. So you, the devil, don't have the power to stop him. But you have the power to give Nick Cage the power to stop him. Stop me when I start making sense. <laughs> it's it's confusing. The Ghost Rider thing is like we get a bit early on from the. So we should say by the way we haven't mentioned Sam Elliott yet because he's not actually we've seen, seen him in the movie. But we do get a lot of his voiceover at the very mm. beginning of this movie and then kind of like throughout here as well. And like you kind of need to establish the the law of the Ghost Rider a bit better if, like, I'm to believe that the devil's, like, outsourcing hunting down demons <laughs> to, this, to this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, bounty hunting. Totally understand it. Like, you need to say in this opening, like, you know, in the fucking 1502 Accords, the devil and God decided the devil could no longer, like, <laughs> you know... Hey, stay with me here. Like, the devil could no longer just, like you know, be on earth doing things. He can't like physically like so so the devil and so the devil <laughs> he he created a ghost rider. Not, you know, Dave needs legislation. Bounty hunt. Yeah. No, he needs I need to heaven court. Some fucking I'll rise for the honourable why judge heaven. The devil heaven who's judge. super evil and omnipotent and all powerful, as far as we know in this movie, is like, yeah, I can't really hunt him down. It's not really my thing. I'm the devil. I sign contracts. Like what, are you the fucking hell accountant? Like you're the devil, you know? <laughs> it's an interesting take. Anyway, I think you're right, you need, no, you need to establish you need why context. it has to be Nicolas Cage. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that exists in the comics. And I think this comes back to this is this is pre or it's very close. Iron Man's the same year, isn't it? But this is oh. not MCU. This is not or the year after, sorry, Iron Man 2008. This is not MCU. This is not like your actual grown up Marvel, we know how to make movies, you know, attempt. This is this is the early stuff where I think this they're is, basically this is a just great saying example of why comic book movies are shit. Yes, and they're just saying, oh, the fans will love it. The fans will love it. They'll get it. They'll know it. And everyone else oh, oh, is. Oh, you focus tested with the fans? No. <laughs> well, no, but, oh, but this but, was successful. Well, we should say, Hold on. We should this say, was successful. Um, this this was a successful movie that made money and earned itself a sequel. So clearly it worked. But I think that that's probably off the back of people like Nick Cage and fans of this very niche very very niche even for comic books this is niche well nicholas so, cage is a fan of this comic book 
Um, well, he's a fan of comics anyway. No, apparently he's a huge fan of Hell, um, Hell Rider. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Forgot what the movie was called. Um, yeah, he's a massive. Apparently, they had to um, like CGI edit out his Ghost Rider tattoo in this movie. <laughs> really? What? He's got yeah. a son called Kal-El. So yeah, he's a massive like comic book guy anyway. But like, yeah, apparently he has a Ghost Rider tattoo somewhere on his upper, on his torso. And in that shot in the mirror, they had to CGI edit it out because obviously it wouldn't make sense if he had a tattoo for the property in which he was appearing. I'm all up for comedy naming of your children, but court, literally naming your child after Superman, I think, is putting on a lot of pressure. <sighs> it's, it's putting on a lot of pressure to your probably Ooh. end up being quite weedy kid. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's yeah. not very good at sports and he's not very strong. Why can't you be more like your brother Batman? <laughs> can I? Can we just go back to um, and and this is this is part of a wider thesis that I have about this movie. But when um, Eva Mendes is in in the restaurant, she brings out a literal eight ball. She she has an eight ball <laughs> in her bag. There must be a deleted no, scene. When you see so much incoherent shit that the eight ball doesn't even stand out to you anymore. Like, yes, you just <laughs> and I and I think and I think it's over the head. It, it's the tonal problems in this movie. It's this. It's this attempt. And Nick Cage has talked about it as well, who seems to have complete primacy over this movie and every decision made. Mm. He's talked about the attempt of like of creating a a movie that gets the action and the comedy. And that's great, and we like movies like that. We're like, and, and Nick Cage is really good at it. We what we saw that in Con Air, where there's some really funny lines, there's some really you know kind of light, lighter stuff. But I mean, it's so out of place. And I think the eight ball is literally the 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 you know the way it comes together, the way that we see on the screen is he she has a fucking eight ball in her purse. Why does she have that? Who put that there? Who decided that was a good thing to have on set? None of these questions get answered. It's, again, yep. Sam, it's a tonally weird scene where, like, why does she have to be stood up? Why does this character have, like, absolutely no agency or free will or seemingly, like, self-esteem? Mm-hmm. Like... Th- th- these aren't questions, again, that are answered at all. Yeah. Move on, no, move but on. Th- this scene is like her, uh, her, would be her lowest point, except she later gets damseled when she's kidnapped by Blackheart, um, <laughs> who I'm reliably informed is the name of the bad guy in this movie, because who could possibly know? I'm going to have to check IMDb um, for that. That doesn't sound right. Mr. Evil. <laughs> it's Devil Jr. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. Me- Mephistopheles Jr. Whatever. It's that guy out of Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. I think so. And so she sits and gets absolutely shit faced in this scene. It's like, why do we keep cutting back to this woman drinking more? And I mean, more the more egregious thing, she doesn't even eat. <laughs> good, good God, woman, have something to eat. And can I can I just say we haven't we haven't really spoken about anything that is. Only, only, only now at this point has he actually turned into the Ghost Rider, and I think yes. I think it takes way too fucking long. It takes way too long for us just to get to the point where he's he's in this, you know, he's got this skull and this fire and blah blah blah. This cool ass fucking dude. I I I have to say though, I have to say, we go from Nick Cage's character and let's let's talk about the Ghost Rider now and what he looks like and all stuff. But I'll start off with yeah. We 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 have Nick Cage as a character who is kind of like a bit weird, funny, but also a bit serious, eccentric, etc. And then when he transitions into Ghost Rider, 
he's just completely different again like he's he's the ghost rider is in in effect for me a separate character that is taking over mm. nick cage's body in almost like the hulk almost that's like sort of the feel, hulk. like he's possessed yes that's that's a brilliant way of putting it but the, the, the only common thing they have and I'll, I'll let you get back to your point in a second sam is and they seem to make a real point of this throughout several times in the movie is now i'm doing this on camera for those of you listening on spotify but he does this weird like pose to point yeah his, has, like, the, his the, finger the, out finger stretched crooked. yeah and i'm thinking that has to be something from the comics that has to be you know the way he casts judgment or whatever because he does it like when he's nick cage and he does it when he's ghost rider and that's the only um i was like commonality between the, you know the, those two characters and they are two characters because it doesn't seem like they're the same person yeah yeah exactly because it, there doesn't seem to be any of that like of of that like characterization of of who the ghost rider is mm-hmm. compared to Nick Cage, other than probably the one you've mentioned there. And then and this is and then when he gets taken over, he's like screaming. And then when he gets yeah. brought out, he's like panting, <sighs> like he's been dragged Thirsty. along. Well, you know, like it feels yeah. like but, it feels like Sam that this is the movie they wanted to make with like a cool, quippy ghost rider character, and they were willing to let Cage portray Johnny Blaze. However. They weren't because well, they, they didn't think it was important. So that's why you have the dissonance where, like, the Ghost Rider's, like, making quips at these guys and then fucking murdering them. Where did he learn to do all of this? How is he doing this? Don't well, fucking think about it. Don't worry about it. We're moving on. Um, this and, is like, the thing, though, Dave, because it, 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 it's, it's the opposite. He, does, he, doesn't, he doesn't even quip. He's a comic book hero and he doesn't quip. Like, he, he does like quip. He, it, I, I don't remember that. But anyway, like, not, there was, there's. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not funny I should say the Ghost Rider um, does definitely he has quips the Ghost Rider definitely making, does yeah there's points where he's making statements but it's, it's broken English like you know you're point to go you innocent and then it'll go off like Nick Cage can talk the Ghost Rider can talk why is this why is he talking <laughs> like and you hit the nail on the head Sam like, he, like he's the Hulk he's talking in broken English there is a little bit of that, Ross, but he does say in the train yard, the first scene we get with um, with the Ghost Rider, and I do think after this we should go back to talk about um, Darksider, whoever the bad guy is here. Um, <laughs> nice oops, generic bad says, guy name. He says to the um, to the one of the one of the one of the demon guys, the Earth guy. He's like, he's like, you know, um, hold it, dirt bag or something, because he's made of you know, he's made of dirt or whatever. Yeah. Like the, oh. there are a couple of lines like that from Ghost Rider where he's like doing quips and like but there's not enough of it for it to be funny no. and it's a bit like You're oh, very you generous, Div. <laughs> do do we like the design of the Ghost Rider though? Because I think it actually looks pretty yep. good. Like oh, the, I think the visually like... visually is the one part of this movie that I thought the Ghost Rider and all the flames and things Holds up pretty good. Yeah, later like he on, looks pretty okay. When you've got the you've got the the cowboy, um, and him together, like right, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, and I've it, got a point to make about that, but we'll, we'll let's come back to that. that. But it, it 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 kind of works, I think, as like the Ghost Rider is a cool character, and he's got this chain with with made of you know this fired up chain and stuff. I think all of it's really cool, and I kind of wanted a little bit more. I kind of wanted less Nick Cage. Like what? Oh, wow. Don't worry about it. We're moving on. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got other stuff to tell you about Sam. <laughs> why? Why are we see? Why are we seeing Nick Cage again? One of his scenes. Yeah. But, this and obviously because they need to have Nick Cage's Sam. fucking face in there, so they haven't just got some. I mean, I think I think from the trivia, the skull was 
like they scanned Nick Cage's actual skull and then yeah, the use that and you're like that's totally unnecessary. <laughs> that's totally unnecessary. <laughs> I think I think you and I both know Nick Cage made it necessary. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, his rider Sam, Sam. It said, "You must use my skull, only my skull. <laughs> my skull, <laughs> contractually. I, I am the Ghost Rider in forty percent of the scenes I'm in." Um, but, but you're right, Sam. You, you said, "You know, we don't need to see Nick Cage again." And that was one of the things I was going to say is that, and Dave, you also alluded to this, where maybe we, you want to start off this movie where Ghost Rider is already a thing, and you have flashbacks as to how he became who he is. Because I want to, he, he's supposed to be a bounty hunter. And I want to see him fucking, you know, enacting vengeance on, you know, on the sinners. Yeah, god damn it, fucking get those bounties for the devil. I want to see he more. He goes of into the hell day. police station, like there's a sign up, says wanted, <laughs> yeah. lizard demon, bounty, last spotted in Texas, bounty. Yeah. He goes, guilty. He goes, money. Great, I've just written a better movie than this movie. Or he just talks in regular English. <laughs> Putting yeah. it out there. Putting whatever, out there. whatever. I'm just leaning into what we get in this movie, Ross, you know? But, like, you know, so many Batman movies, even the very first Batman movie, Batman just arrives and he kicks the shit out of people. And you're like, oh, this is Batman. Have that as Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider comes and fucking punishes the shit out of people. I, I think it's a good 40 minutes until we get to actual Ghost Rider as well. Like, it does take... Yeah. A, I think it was minute 29 is when the helicopter jump happened because I, I noted I noted him I said minute 29 this is when the film dies <laughs> after that point just pause the movie the fuck am I doing I the fuck's <laughs> going on with me that happens more than we'd like I think in this podcast <laughs> to be honest but so he, he's doing the Ghost Rider thing and this is where he beats one up one of the bad guys now it's important to note here that whilst fighting some of the bad guys he gets hit by a truck and he's able to shrug that off Pay attention here, because I'm going to circle back to that. Okay. <laughs> Hit so after by the... truck. Okay, got it. <laughs> Hit by truck, yeah. Foreshadowing, okay. <laughs> so then the other bad guys, they all get away. And then Ghost Rider's doing his Ghost Rider thing where he prowls the streets and he, he, he finds this uh, guy mugging a woman who's played by Rebel Wilson. And then... Uh, her film debut, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then basically, you know, he tells... You know, he nods to Rebel Wilson to get lost and he grabs the, the mugger and he does the penance stare, which makes them experience the sins of all the blah, 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 blah. So then this guy's fucking dead. His ash, his eyes are cinders, which is awesome. During that altercation, Ghost Rider has him held up. I and know, he was st- just a mugger. Yeah, a bit harsh. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, fucking American justice system is one thing, but my God. <laughs> well, but during this altercation... That guy is dead. <laughs> Um, so you, you kill a mugger, yep. Okay, so what do we do to murderers? Kill them. Where, where's mm. where, where's Ghost Rider? You know, like take uh, yeah. challenging. Kill them. Whoa, hang on. Let's. Where, where's Ghost Rider? Uh, walking like... death. Oh, hold on, yeah. Russ. Where, where's where's Ghost Rider challenging the crushing uh, um, reality of poverty in America? Where's that movie? You know, why is this well, guy? Christ. Why is he this... solved the homeless problem? Yes. He solved the homeless problem. <laughs> He also, by the way, in theory, given what with the, he turns to the little black kid and says innocent in the jail cell, he's killed all these people too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway <laughs> the the, so, we're during, 50 minutes in. We can't, we can't keep just every, every <laughs> single <laughs> coherency. Yeah. We've much made the same mistakes Ghost Rider has, and we're sorry for that. Anyway, during this altercation with the mugger, the mugger then pulls out a, a knife, stabs him in the shoulder. Pulls out the knife, it's like molten, you know what I mean? Because obviously he's on fire, he's hot, brilliant, okay. No problem. 
He's stabbed. He shrugs it off. No problem. Then Ghost Rider rides off into the day, into the sunrise, turns back into Nick Cage. This is where he meets Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, you know, shows him the ropes, so to speak. You know, patches him up. Sam Elliott then, is slumming it in this movie. My fucking god! Did he have a heroin habit, or what's his excuse? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess he's got bills to pay. But fuck <laughs> me, Sam Elliott is Sam the Elliott, best thing about touch, this man. movie. We, Sam Elliott, we don't make money from this podcast, but we can help. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. We hope we hope you're doing better. Um, so then, you know, and Sam Elliott, you know, helps Nick Cage, and he be, you, you see then that he's stitching Nick Cage up because he's been stabbed. Now you might remember when I said, "Pay attention to this." Nick Cage got hit by a fucking truck as Ghost Rider. <laughs> he's fine with that, but a stab wound. Yeah, but Ross, Ross, that all that is just the devil keeping him alive. So like the stab wound, non-fatal, fine. They get hit by a truck just makes him stupider. Right. Well, you well you could have a shattered fucking pelvis and still be alive. <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to walk it off. <laughs> the, the, these are the things that I think that just the movie doesn't care, does it? It's paying no attention to, to any of this. I actually they think though, that just for a scene. That's what they need. They just needed to. Um, oh, we need a reason for Sam Elliott to look after him yeah. or in a cage to hang around. Yeah. To take a step back though, which we've been doing lots, but because. <laughs> <laughs> because that Too thing, bad this movie didn't. Yeah, that that thing about like the the the, uh, the Ghost Rider being a bad guy. Like he is a bad guy. He should be evil. He should be. He should be going around. And yeah, he says innocent guilt, but he doesn't give a shit. He's he's completely just mm. killing everyone who, who who he deems to be evil. And there isn't any sense of the movie going. Hmm, is that right? Should there be a challenge of that? Like, should somebody be saying? No, Ghost Rider, you can't do it. You know, like there, there isn't anything. There isn't anything through there. Well, there is Sam right at the end where he, Nick Cage, says to the devil, who hasn't really done anything particularly evil throughout the whole movie, really, <laughs> apart from make that guy who drove motorbikes through flaming rings for a living have an accident. I mean, can we really lay all of that at the devil's door <laughs> when you choose asshole, to drive sure. motorcycles evil? through through flames? How could this have, this have happened? <laughs> How could this have happened? Like, um, I, I don't know, man. It seems seems pretty, pretty, pretty easy for maybe, that to happen. Maybe take this second chance on life that you've got, and you know, like, become an accountant. I don't know. It's up to exactly. you. Exactly. So what the devil has done is like possibly killed this guy's dad, although who knows, and sent Nick Cage to hunt down this guy who's doing all this murder. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like. Nick Cage's like uh, rejection of that at the end and being like, "No, I'm gonna stand in your way, devil, forevermore." Yeah. And it's like, what? It's not, this it's doesn't not earned, feel is earned. No. Can we talk about Dark Side? Right. Let's talk about the devil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's his not, name he's is. Not called Dark Side. Uh, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> it's Mephistopheles Junior. Got you. Snuffleupagus. Um, Blackheart. Snuffleupagus Junior. Blackheart slash Legion, played by um, Wes Bentley. Yeah. Uh, number one. Number Wes one. Bentley Punch by, your name. You know, Punch your sure name nice for your villain. Yeah. Wes, Be- Wes Bentley, and I'm sure he's a lovely guy, looks way too much like Ben Shapiro. For <laughs> my liking. <laughs> Change it up, man. Change, man. Shave the head. Do something. Just I like, I it's like weird, Wes Bentley. It's a weird choice. I like him in, um, he's in The Hunger Games. He plays one of, like, the director of the games or something, and he's He's pretty good in that. I think he's he's a he's a good like character actor who goes around, you know, getting the roles. 
character actor in this did I hear did I hear that come out of your fucking mouth well, <laughs> the big the big thing Ross the big one of his was American Beauty that um, Kevin Spacey movie where oh yeah <laughs> that documentary about Kevin Spacey this, this answers a lot of questions <laughs> um, so yeah like Number one, I don't think the makeup's particularly good. I don't think the styling, I don't think any of that really works for him. I think it, you know, it makes him look kind of like ghoulish and and pretty, like a like a campy vampire. I tell you who he looks like, Sam and Ross. He looks like the the main evil vampire in Blade. Yes. Yeah. Deacon Frost. What was his name? <laughs> Deacon Frost. Isn't that this guy a character's name as well? Which yes. you possibly know. <laughs> Blackheart slash um. Deacon Frost, and and. And I, I just think the whole, the whole like, the whole idea of his character as just being the son of the devil, it kind of, it kind of makes him a bit bratty. I don't know if it's if it's where's Bentley's age as mm. well. Like, he never seems that threatening, even though he's going around doing this very cool effect. To be fair, I do like the effect of when he touches someone, they go all blue and shriveled up and stuff. Um, it, yeah, it, I wasn't that keen. I don't, I don't get it. I yeah, I think I it works. I don't know, man. That kind of like that worked for me. I, I agree with Sam. I think two thousand seven quite well. Yeah, Sam. I think you're right. Him by having him be the devil's son, it makes it boring. It's like, man, why am I going to slap your kid for doing all these murders? And the like, <laughs> and the fucking <laughs> look after your, your own order. house, yeah. devil. The biggest um, problem, though, the biggest problem with this is that we never really get to see. I don't think uh, enough of the like the relationship between the devil. And black the politics, the, of substan- hell. The, 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 the substantial reasons for them disliking each other. Like we don't, we don't really get to see very much of that. And actually, yeah. you need that. You need them to hate each other. You need them to have a scene of, you never believed in me. You never went to my devil sports games. You know, like <laughs> it's it's really hot in hell, and you always yeah. left me. Why to- isn't this movie more like Little Nicky? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> because many things should not be like that film. That's why I did. <laughs> But there's, what, um, there's just not enough I... substance there for me. And I think that, no. if you give us that, then ah, I get this guy's drive. I get why he's doing all this shit, why he's killing an entire bar of people for no reason. Like, As far as the film is concerned, Sam, this guy is doing all this because he's evil as fuck. Like, he's just evil. I mean, the, the annoying thing for me for this character is because, although he doesn't seem interesting or you know or that bothered about anything the one thing that i did get from it was that he's like you know intelligent calculating um and you know when he recruits this team and basically the first time ghost rider tries to do the pen and stare on him he's like ha, you can't do your pen and stare on me he knows about ghost rider he knows what his abilities are it's like you can't do it on me i don't have a soul you fool and then he slams ghost rider down then at the end of the movie he he gets the contract of San Viganza. By the way, first time we've mentioned it. This is God, what it's all about. Awful. There's going to be a fucking conversation <laughs> yeah. about that. That's awful. So, what did I'm I didn't sorry. even know what it meant? <laughs> I didn't even know what any of that meant. The contract of the what? contract of San Viganza. Even just from a naming point of view, why what? did you call it something so confusing? The contract of yeah. San Viganza. So for, for our dear listeners, the contract of San Viganza is a thousand evil souls. So at the end of the movie, middle, 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 he get you know Ghost Rider gives uh, Darth Vader the contract <laughs> of a thousand souls. Sorry, T one thousand, the contract when does of Darth a thousand side souls. Come into this? <laughs> no, we get Steppenwolf first. So <laughs> he, gets yeah, the, yeah. he gets the contract. Deacon Frost is going to be pissed. <laughs> he gets uh, so Green Goblin gets the contract <laughs> of a thousand souls. Well, so I'm really confused on which one's which. So. 
So the, Devil, so, I mean Hellrider, I mean so, um, so Doctor Octopus, the fighting hellfish <laughs> like gives, gives the contract to Sam Vaganza to Deacon Frost from the from the Blade movie. So the Joker gets the contract. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most predictable bit in the world, and I love it. <laughs> and I fucking, I've got a million of these. So. I've actually forgotten his name. So bad guy gets the contract of a thousand. Dark side. Black heart. We're back to black beard. Come on. Carry on. Okay. Keep going. We can do this. We can do this. He's got the contract, and basically, and then he absorbs the souls, right? And then Ghost Rider is able to do the penance there. And here's where I have the problem. Again, this guy is supposed to be intelligent, calculating. Why would he do the one thing that makes him vulnerable? To him, and I know you know it's a it's two thousand seven. Shut up, don't think about it. But it's just so fucking stupid. We're like, haha, you your one attack won't work on me. I'll do this thing though that makes your one attack work. <laughs> yeah. I will say, Come I will on. say, uh, Ross. I think the large largest reason that doesn't work is it's just not plotted very well on the screen. Yeah. Like, if this scene happened very quickly, and he said like. He said, oh, no, here's the contract. The guy says, oh, the sun's up. You know, your powers are gone. Give me the contract. He says, right, here's the contract. Even Mendez picks up the shotgun, shoots him into the darkness. He jumps after him, turns into the thing, does the soul thing. Like, if it happens quickly, if it's like a caper, if it's something that he's like, oh, the Ghost Rider's cleverer than you. Like, he's got you. But you're right, Ross, it's not. And this guy, Darkseid... I genuinely cannot remember his name. I don't know why we've been doing this podcast for over an hour. Catwoman. Um, <laughs> Catwoman. Like, he has all the cards because he knows about the Ghost Rider. The Ghost Rider doesn't know about the Ghost Rider because he's only been the Ghost Rider for 36 hours. <laughs> you've you've also pointed out something, Dave, that I also noticed in that, you know, the, the Ghost Rider is only the Ghost Rider during the night. Okay. Um, you know, he loses the powers during the day. And then Sunrise at the final battle, Nick Cage loses his powers. But then in the shadow, he becomes Ghost Rider again. And I, and I was like, that's not how it works. Not shadow how daytime not, works. Moving <laughs> on, don't worry about it. Shadow don't worry about it. We're moving nighttime. On. Oh no, yeah. I've just stood behind a building and now it's nighttime. What do I do? <laughs> can, can we rail on the MacGuffin of this movie before we talk about the end just for a minute? Like... This contract of San Vaganza, or, oh, Vaganza, or um, which is MacGuffin is the right term for this because like, it's it's stupid, it's irrelevant. Fun. Like the actual the Sam Elliott intro of being like, oh, it's an evil contract and it's worth a thousand souls, but it's like, why are we reduce? I don't I don't understand what, how. What does it mean? What what does what does it's also. It's also, Sam, the way that the movie treats it, like, oh, the devil's going to get a thousand souls and that's somehow going to tip the balance of good and evil and the <laughs> devil will win. I'm like, a thousand souls? Mate, I've personally yeah, met a thousand a evil assholes. people in my life. <laughs> a thousand isn't going to make Personally. <laughs> what does, right, but what does Harley Quinn gain from... <laughs> Sorry, last one, promise, last one. What does Black, what does Blackheart gain from doing this because as you say Ross it seems to make him weaker and (laughs) and I I, I just spent the whole I I never understood and maybe I wasn't listening but I never understood why this was important for him to gain what did he the movie the movie is telling you that like as always a movie like any movie is about fathers and sons this movie it's about this carnival stunt driver and his son and the literal devil and his son um, one of those two is more interesting than the other one. Um, and basically, um, Blackbeard wants to take over hell. 
Like, he wants to be the boss of hell for some unknown fucking reason. Like, so he's going to get these 1,000 souls because apparently in his entire time of being the devil, the devil has not accumulated more than 1,000 souls because apparently he's not very good at being the devil. It's like and 40 like, minutes of, of, of... Dude, that's half an hour's work. Go to Vegas, fucking 6am on a Sunday morning, 20 minutes, done, out. Um, and like, it's this, again, this father versus son, like, you know, I want your empire, blah, 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 but we're not really given enough of the reasons why. The the This this contract of like, oh, and you can have these thousand souls and like... I don't understand what that's achieving. No. Like, why does nobody want that to happen? I don't understand. It's so poor. It's so poor. The other, th- the other thing for me was let let's let's put aside all that stupidity, and then so the one thing you want to take away from it is we better make sure they don't get this contract of San Vaganza. San Vaganza. So <clears throat> only then sounds re- cool while Sam Elliott says it. That's yeah. the name of the beer that Peter Fonda is uh, is is selling. I think in the advert. <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. I like to relax with a so, San Vaganza in the so evening. So all, all through the movie... Washes you know, away re- my thousand evil souls. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. You saved at the end there, Dave. So all, all through the movie, you know, Red Skull is looking for this contract. <laughs> San if anything, Ross, he's Blue Skull. This is, this, is, this is funny to nobody but us, but continue. Do not I'm stop. Do I'm not stop. It. So, um, yeah, Red Skull uh, got the contract with San Vaganza. He's looking for it, and he goes to uh, a rail yard where the cemetery used to be, and it's like, oh, they moved the bodies. Then they go to where the bodies are now. Still can't find it. Turns out Sam Elliott has it. And he's like, oh, you better take this. What? No. You you hid for like 200 years. You go off and do your thing. You're obviously very good at this. And she goes, nope. What I, what I am going to do, though, is I'm going to give you this, and then I also used to be a ghostwriter, and I'm going to ride with you to where they are. Oh, cool. And then you're like, oh, are we going to see like some old school and new school no, ghostwriter? No, ghostwriter's like, like, brilliant. Oh, I, I'm, so, I'm so glad. Because, you know, if you're new to this, I don't really know what I'm doing. It's great to have someone along who can help me. Thank you so much, Sam. So, Sam, where, where are you going? The, 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 the oh. village is just... Oh, you're off. Okay, Okay, cheers. Yeah. Sam, Sam, where are you going? <laughs> well, I only had one more left in me. Right, well, couldn't you have done that for the bad it's four, guys? No, 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 I just It's 40 here. feet. It's, I mean, you know, we can see it. Do you know what the realistic <laughs> Do you know what the realistic reason for this is, right? The Sam, El, Sam Elliott not is available. like... Um, it's like when you rent a car. You've got different <laughs> scales of Sam Elliott, right? You can have the very basic model, which is like, he's not really going to stand up. He'll talk as much as you want, and they wear a silly costume. Loads of close-ups. He's not really going to stand Love up. It. Great. You got level two. He'll appear in a couple of special effects shots, like he'll sit on a horse. Voice over one shot. He'll still do the voiceover. All the stuff on the lower tiers, and obviously, like they just didn't want to pay for tier three, which is when he actually does any like anything of consequence. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, I don't want to pay for gold tier Sam Elliott. If you want so to see him, can do silver and just. Have if it. you want to see him crouch down, that's an extra four million dollars, right? And he'll do it once. <laughs> the guy's old. He'll do the it guy's once. Old. <laughs> He's completely right. He, yeah. he obviously wasn't available. He'll for pass shooting. a gun to Nick Cage, 
but he won't fire a gun. He doesn't hold truck with that. That's an extra fifteen million, and we cannot afford that. It's it's. I think it's like it's such. It's. I'm trying to think of a better phrase other than cock tease. <laughs> to be honest, for this movie, because <laughs> the first word that comes to mind when you see Sam Elliott. <laughs> Certainly for me, that's, because that's the voice over you want. That's the voice over you want. The first words that come to my mind when I think of Sam Elliott. Fucking cock <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong because it's just such a, it's such it's such a like oh really we were, I thought we were going to see some cool action we were going to get a little bit of resolution perhaps to this father son thing that's going on in this movie where Sam yeah. Elliott could have been the father figure that Nick Cage lost of like you can do it come on you you can you can you can make that Even last jump Sam. and. Why is there no big jump? Why is there no stunt in this to end the movie? Like, surely that's what you want to have. Why would you possibly think we're thinking about stunts, Sam? How does that have any relevance <laughs> on this movie? Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Where did you get stunts from? Again, I don't know. Sam, they're like, ah, don't worry about it. We're moving on from stunts. I was stunts. watching some on from one, one, last, one last thing. Or, but this can scene. I just say, Ross, before you do that, like, <laughs> your other option in this scene is to, like, lean into the Western trope, like, have Sam Elliott and... Nicholas Cage like have a shootout with this guy yep. and try and beat him that way. You can still have the same ending, all of that, but like we've been dancing around the Western like genre this whole movie. We don't fucking do any of it though. Is, can I also sorry Sam, can I also just point out, Dave, you mentioned he threw Nick Cage a gun. This is great. Let's not forget an hour ago Nick Cage learned he can throw fireballs. Never uses that no. again. No. Can, can we hear? Can we? Can we just? Can we feel the threads being just pulled out of this movie? <laughs> Westerns. The film started off with that, and we get lots of nice shots of the American West. Mm. Nope, not interested. Pulling that the thread Lone out. Rider. Father and son stuff. Don't worry about. It. We're moving on. Don't worry about it. We're moving on. Even I've got Mendes, so much. I've got so much stuff it. to tell you about. On. So much so, stuff to tell you about. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to mention about this scene was when when Loki finally absorbs all the souls, and. <laughs> And then he goes, and he says in the most weird way, he goes, I am legion. We are many. Like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> like some, it's like some um, 4chan thing, isn't it? You know, like early 4chan. <laughs> now QAnon, we are many, you know, you will expect us all this. This is anonymous. <laughs> Incels unite. Fuck it. Anonymous, Jesus. that's it. Yeah, just, oh God, please, no. Please. It's very, t- it's deeply, deeply 2007. This movie, I think, in like all the worst possible ways. Um, this movie simultaneously reminds me of the Transformers films and like Pirates of the Caribbean, but it takes the the barest level of like 2000s movie, and then it's like, I ah, don't worry about it. Moving on, I've got lots to tell you. And let's not forget, all running <laughs> running through this. You're exactly right, Dave. <laughs> You're massive deep breath. <laughs> Let's not forget, running through this is a romance. <laughs> if you say so, Sam, Roxanne, I couldn't fucking find it. Roxanne, I did some quite in-depth research. Be, be, but I between see Red it. Skull and Loki. Yeah, exactly. Roxanne is... She's along at this final battle, for reasons. Um, I hate the way she says, Roxanne, whatever her name is, on scene every single time. She's just, And you're like... Simpson. God damn it, this is just terrible. But she's there. She's there in the final battle, you know, end of the world, Ghost Rider versus the Devil's Son, and yeah, she, she she doesn't have much to do really. She kind of gets thrown about a little bit. What a scoop! 
she was on the Sam Elliott um, gold uh, silver package where she also gets to throw Nick Cage a gun. Yep, um, great. She gets nothing fundamentally important to do, uh, other than kind of give him a nod when he says to the devil, "I'm not. Uh, I'm going to carry on doing this." Because the devil's like, "Oh well, you know, you're free now. Well, there's plenty of other souls to torment." Again, massive romance plot through this. I mean, it's kind of it kind of ends up being one of the most important things of the movie when we get to the ending and he just says no i don't want this woman i've been chasing the rest of my life i don't want this freedom <laughs> i don't want to live a fulfilling life that i've obviously been moved by my teeny glass full of jelly beans unable to live i'm going to carry on what woman would not want to um to be with 2007 nick cage we should say we haven't talked about it somehow the six pack on this man in this movie <laughs> Right. Oiled. You we had quite an in-depth discussion about this because I really came down on the line of like I was like, "There's no fucking way this isn't Cage's actual torso." <laughs> to get no, but yeah, we were talking about this. The, the guy put in the work. I seen like an article on it, and like it was just like a wee minor thing, like you know, but there was, but th- th- there was a before and after of like where the CGI touched it up, and like I was saying, if I had what he had before CGI touched it up, I'd be fucking proud. The guy put in the work to get like by all by all accounts you'd say shredded, and and you know what fair play to him, fair fucking play. Yeah, yeah, you can't argue really. Um, it seems a bit odd because Nicolas Cage isn't like a typical like beefy no you know male lead. He very rarely takes his shirt off. You rarely very rarely even get any upper arm shots. He's like you know full blazer or he's not showing up sort of guy. Um, <laughs> so it was weird to see him in this and like. Who demanded that with the studio? Like, oh, we wanted to do this topless scene, and he's like, oh, you know. Oh, I, Nick Cage demanded that. <laughs> Don't forget, Nick Cage was the man, was the one who demanded he do the sex scene. Remember in Con, in uh, not Connor in The Rock. <laughs> I was going to say, what sex scene? There's no sex yeah, scene in this film. <laughs> Maybe they should have been. Oh God, I've watched the wrong movie. <laughs> Speaking of Sam Elliott, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, we 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 get this continuation. The reasons for that are pretty clear to me because of sequels. And I think they were quite confident that they'd be able to get a sequel out of this. And they were correct because we get in 2011 Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which... Was um, was Nick Cage the only person who returned for that? Um, Nick Cage, uh, yes, as far as I can see. Doesn't like even Mendes did. Um She's she's got better things to be doing than fucking Ghost Rider two. She really does. It doesn't look like. I wonder. I wonder if there's a if there's a a, a sad plot twist for for Roxanne. I wonder if there's anything in there that suggests that she's. No, it's having watched this Not movie, Sam. Uh, I would I would guess that they just yeah don't mention it. It's the Batman yeah. version. We just have a different woman and then we just not address it. It's fine. Yeah. Some in, some things to note, and I think it does kind of like it's a bit distracting. It's shot in Melbourne in Australia, and there's like there's scenes of it that I'm thinking this looks weird. Like where is this? You know, when you're watching a film mm. and it doesn't look some of the city shots. Yeah, yes. like they're going over a bridge at one point, and you think that's very distinct. <laughs> like there's like a harbour, and it doesn't look designed. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't look like anywhere in America. And I think that doesn't help to the like the discordant nature of this movie. Sometimes just little things that don't really. Uh, click another thing was i don't know if anyone else noticed this the lighting in this the way this was lit like it almost looked like some of the characters were like post uh, were, were put on in 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 like a cg thing like a post um production where they were placed there rather than 
I don't know if it's a it was a choice, especially the devil characters and all of the kind of um the other the other minions and stuff. But all of it just looks weird. There's just not a nice finish to this film in the same way that you might get yeah. from later on Marvel. I think it's I think it's an attempt to make the CGI like flames pop a bit more. Probably. The whole movie is a little bit darker than it should be. Um, all the night scenes especially are like and so when he's not the ghost rider when I think when he is the ghost rider I think generally it looks pretty good and that's like obviously where that's the lighting they were going for but then when you remove that really bright obviously like CGI flame everything's just really washed out and like it's sometimes difficult to see what the characters are doing like you mentioned about the devil Sam especially there's a couple of scenes here where you're just like this is just bad cinematography like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's obviously just an ed- editing issue. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's uh, 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 critically absolutely panned. I think it's tr- it like thirty-four on Rotten Twenty-six percent, twenty-six percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, however, uh, in terms of budget, it was on one hundred and ten, and it brought in two hundred and twenty-eight. So maybe with a bit wow. of marketing money, you know, maybe thirty million, twenty million marketing, that's very successful like that's a decent return for a movie like this like we said successful enough to get a sequel and kind of like that's the raising detriment of a movie really the sequel was 75 budget and then returned 113 so i think they were clever there in thinking this isn't going to happen again (laughs) let's just lightning doesn't strike down get that i wouldn't put this this movie on the level of lightning ross i think like oh well this is a you know, maybe what what's interesting. Maybe what comes after lightning? You know, like lightning hits the ground, sets a fire, burns the whole thing, and then maybe that's what it was. Destruction. Drizzle. Destruction yeah. doesn't strike twice. <laughs> what's interesting though is obviously this came out. That came out in two thousand eleven. So we're well into we're we're well into the Marvel you know cinematic universe now, um, and like the studio that's listed is Marvel Knights, which I haven't seen much of since. So I was wondering if they were planning. Maybe to do like a spin-off of like, you know, you have the nice, bright Marvel Iron Man, Captain America, and then you have the darker stuff like Ghost Rider, like Blade. Um, I've no I've no always, evidence to base this theory on, just pure respect. I don't know. I kind of put down the making the sequel down to Cage's like financial difficulties. Um, I, I think it's a Sony. It? I think this is a Sony thing, so Yeah. What I mean, Ross, is that like I think the sequel would not have even been talked about if Nick Cage had been like, "Oh no, actually, I've got other projects to do." <laughs> in two thousand, the same year this came out, Nicholas Cage got a bill from the IRS for six point eight million. Um, he was he took his manager to court um, to try to try to sue him for twenty million dollars for not paying his federal tax because he just assumed it had been paid. But there's all that, sorts of stories about the. The, the spending sprees Nicolas Cage went on where he owned like 35 different houses at one point, several of them castles in Europe. And that's, like, that, That's not why he sued him. He sued him. He tried to sue the manager because the manager didn't warn him enough about his spending habits. That's why he tried to sue him. <laughs> the balls on this guy. That's... I know, but then what happened is basically from... From then on, for about probably seven or eight years, he just said yes to every single movie, like 
Um, I remember you sending us a YouTube link years ago, Ross, with like Nicolas Cage's agent, and he's like, "Oh, Nick, Nick, you want to do this movie?" Like, "Yes, I'll do yeah. it." And it's just like increasingly ridiculous. Like, "Oh, well, you play a puppet. Um, you're in a you're in you're in a box the entire movie, and you just you you swing around like a jack in the box, and you say Gaga Goo Goo all the movie." Yes, you're I'll a do conscious it. Conscious asshole in space. Sounds good. I'll do it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, but this actually always surprises me that this isn't one of those movies and for cage this is kind of not a passion project maybe a bit of well, a strong he had word. a tattoo for the fucking ghost rider so i think it must i mean why else would you do this jesus but 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 money but <laughs> from money. west bentley money. heroin but my yeah I, I i do think <laughs> i do think there is like there's a potential of a good movie here there really is there's 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 ideas here that we could have translated better on the screen i think if we'd if we'd had a bit better editing, maybe maybe less chopping between, you know, fucking Eva uh, Mendes yeah. shaking an eight ball to the Ghost Rider <laughs> slamming, you know, criminals into the ground and scraping their face. Like, just the whole thing, the whole thing is so discordant. It's so tonally wrong. And I think if you just excise a few bits, tighten up what yeah. you got, you we'd have a decent movie here, but there's just nowhere. You just you need a script doctor. You need somebody yeah. to look this yes. over and like plot it out a bit better. And we are you available need to punch up the dialogue. <laughs> we are available. Yeah. If you can see we, we, we've back got loads of bad guys. We've got loads of bad guys. We can name them all. <laughs> Despite all the terrible analysis that we've that you've just listened to over the last hundred minutes. Except except the guy in this movie whose name was not Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Yeah, it's it's very much like we we said it before. You know, they, they want to tell you about everything. So, you know, show a bit more, tell a bit less. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, oh, there we go. I would say actually, I'd probably be oh. interested to watch like a a Sam Elliott era, like Sam Elliott's an old West Ghost Rider. Mm. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Like again, like all the bits of this movie that I enjoyed, and I have seen this before. I should say, um, probably around when it came out. Um, and the bits that I remembered were all the Sam Elliott bits. Like, the voiceover I think he does is really good. I think his character is the one character I'm like, oh yeah, I understand what this dude's up to. Like, everyone else, no idea. But Sam Elliott, yeah, Every, seems, everyone seems else grounded is, sort of guy. Everyone else is drunk on jelly beans. That's what. That's what's going on. That's what's happened here. Want some jellies? Except for Wes, <laughs> he's drunk on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> they call that something different, Ross. <laughs> oh... Like I'm really glad we did this movie, but I am fucking exhausted yeah. after that. I think I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have I'm gonna have, have to put my foot down here and say we are not doing another Nick Cage movie next week. Uh, I'm not sure what we've got left on our list to do, but we 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 are gonna find maybe something a little bit a little bit different, a little bit totally different to Nick Cage. Well, I did watch Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> What's it? Is it streaming for free, Ross? Uh, yep, it is. <laughs> Damn it, there is. Done. Quorum. See you next week. (laughs) We'll be gone in 60 seconds. (laughs) Play this out, guys. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible.